Okay, shots o'clock, everyone. Ew. Ew. I got the biggest shot. No, I do. That's <laughs> too. Ooh. Come on, tequila. Woo! Welcome back to another episode of Seek Therapy Podcast. It's me, Jasmine. And America. And Jasmine Sky. We lit. <laughs> it's Perfect. lit. And we just fought it, but we back at it. <laughs> How is everyone doing? What has been your highlight? What has been your challenge? The challenge I'm having is this extra anejo going down my throat. Yeah. I feel every ounce of it, honey. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was I'm in the same boat right now, to be honest. Um, I used to drink Everclear, y'all. Oh, oh no. Just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. like yeah. I would drink everything and couldn't get a buzz. Like I was I couldn't get a buzz. Oh, oh yeah, I was right. And now I'm like, where's my chest at? <laughs> God. My inside warm. My face starting to get like, what the hell is going on? So yeah, I'm having the same challenge right now. To be honest. Yes. This is the 30s, honey. Yeah. yeah. Smash you in the face real quick. Real quick. Ah. <laughs> I've never been for vodka, but this year, um, after watching The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, uh, she ordered a Grey Goose uh, martini or something. I was like, oh, let me, let me try that. And I ordered it um, going out. And so now I'm like, oh, not all vodka is like harsh and like burns. It gets smoother once you pay into more it. money. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I didn't have to chase that, and I was like, "Oh, oh, okay," because I braced myself. I'm dead. Mm-mm. That's a great goose. Got me feeling loose. <laughs> um, I really that really is my challenge. I haven't had any challenges. I'm on break from work, like. I'm living my best life, people. Um, my highlight is that Janae was able to go and be with my godmom by herself, so I don't have to worry mm-hmm. about that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on Sunday, after we potted, my parents had a Christmas party, and my dad brought snow <laughs> to L.A. So oh, it's cute. The and they got to run around in the snow and throw snow. Oh, he brought snow, snow. Not like yeah. I'm bad. He brought snow. No, like their whole front lawn was covered in snow. Oh, wow. That's so cool. I love that. So yeah. that was nice. You know, I was like, come on, holiday spirit. Yeah. <laughs> That's super I'm like, Janae has some good memories already. Good. Yeah, that's, and then today I was able to drop her off at my godmom, and then I went to Trader Joe's, just like, mm. living my best life. I saw some very beautiful roses. They were, like, yellow and red. 
So I bought them. I was like, I'm gonna treat myself like I'm living my best life. So that's been my highlight, being on break. <laughs> Real talk. How about you, America? I don't know why I always have to say your name like that, but it is how it's gonna be unless you tell me you don't like it. <laughs> I, um, most people say my name like that or they do the whole Pledge of Allegiance thing. So we're fine. Um, challenge is still the tequila. I'm not a tequila drinker. I drink bourbon. Um, I drink really? like an old rich white man. Yes. Um, an old rich white man. What? I drink an old rich white man. Um, so, I don't know why I bought tequila. I think it's Bay Light tequila. So I was like, fuck it, I'll buy tequila. Um, but I'm a bourbon girl, so that's still my challenge. Um, what's my highlight? Ooh. Well, I guess I'm on break too, even though I don't really feel like it. But I'm on break too. Yeah, so that's a highlight. So I've been sleeping in, and by sleeping in, I mean until like eight. And so I mean until six forty-five. That's new, you know. Um, and when I say by eight, I really mean my alarm has still been going off at four oh seven, and uh, I've been pressing snooze. Yeah, until six, and then I get up and I've been doing the meditations in the morning, and then I'll be like, "Hmm, I'm gonna go to the gym," and then I'm like, "You know what? No, we're gonna lay back down. Ooh, and we'll go later." Okay, so I've been laying it down. I'm giving yourself that flexibility. Yeah, I don't like it, but it, we're, I'm doing okay. So yeah, yeah, that's been a highlight. I feel you, because you know, I'm up at 4.50 oh, on the telephone, yeah. lifting weights, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I am going to sleep in until Janae allows me to. And I'm going to get a workout in. I'm just not going to be so anal about it. Yeah, about the time. Yeah, long as it happens, it's fine. Right. Yeah. Like that. And what about you, Jasmine? Okay, so I kind of on the opposite tip where y'all are already working out and giving yourself grace. I'm like, you know what? Let's take this time to actually stop working out, bitch. Um, yeah, so that's been my thing, right? Um, not eating my feelings on <laughs> but I have nothing else to do. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I did my Amazon Christmas shopping yesterday. Nice. And um, yeah. And How did DoorDashing go? It's slow. Okay. I don't know why I was thinking I was going to make more money for a little bit of work. And you it's said because everybody already out there. True. True. Um, so yeah, so I was out there until like my gaslight came on. Um, and I came back home. As you should. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but I guess it equals out to about like eight dollars an, an order. So you got to do more to get. Because for me, I have a dollar amount of like what I would like to make, and I just wasn't there yet, and I was confused. Um, just wasn't giving. <laughs> <laughs> but America told me she warned me. Don't think you go get out there and make a hundred dollars in an hour. Mm -hmm. Um. It ain't going unless you like a supreme dasher or something like they got different status levels. And once you get to a certain level, then you might your order instead of being eight dollars, it might be a twelve dollar, twenty dollar. But that's gonna take that takes time. There's a girl on TikTok that talk about that too. 
She can eat a whole rundown. Do people be tipping? Not really, but I think it's this look when I do it, I do it off of distance, right? So I will fully admit this is something I'm going to drop in 2022. I blame COVID. But I'm the type of motherfucker, if it's in my vicinity and I don't feel like putting on pants and going to get it, I'm a DoorDash it. I do that too. Yeah, I'm not going to go nowhere. Could I theoretically walk to some of these places? Possibly if I felt like it, but it's cold. It felt like it, yes. So those I don't tip on, right? Because let me, you know, but if you're going far, then yeah, you know. So like a big thing when gas went up, I would tip the about like a you know what a gallon of gas was. She said, "Here go your little yeah. gallon." Yeah. <laughs> Bring me my calamari, and it better be not my calamari. Not my calamari. Gas there a gallon? <laughs> Bring me my cal- my eight hundred dollar meal. Nerve. Four dollars and twenty seven cents. It's fine, it's fine. I'm just joking. don't think I'm about to tip off the cost of my meal because that's not what we're doing. Yeah, I've been doing that, and I've been told I need to, f- bitch, you better start tipping up. But like, that's what my brain, yeah, if you tip, you get that shit faster. Uh, At least that's what I noticed when I tip, my shit come faster. And I'll be like, well, I'm gonna test it out and see. I'm gonna get him cash at the door. It takes for fucking ever. <laughs> then you don't get nothing at the door because now you're playing in my face. No, I don't. I don't max out my tips more than what a gallon of gas is. This is also all karma coming back to me because I, since COVID, I have been a religious door dasher. It is literally something I have to pull off, like out of my hands in this new year. Like I'd be sick if I, if I saw the amount of money. Bitch, I, bitch, I saw oh, I already know I'd be sick. I saw yeah. a meme that said, imagine if DoorDash sent you a year in wrap up and was like, you spent $9,000 on this year. Yeah. Or if I had a, what is it, script, shipped, shipped and DoorDash, y'all got shipped, right? Where they send your groceries? No. Or Instacart? Kind of sort of. So we have a grocery store called HEB here in Texas, and they do, ever since COVID, you can go pick them up, or for $5, they'll send it. So it's not really. Okay. Yeah. they. I think that's a little different from Instacart. At here, which is Instacart or ship, if you order through Target, come bring it to your door, it's ship. If you do it for any other grocery store, it's Instacart. I cannot the fuck imagine. Because sometimes I'd be like, Oh, she got that from Target. Let me place a Target. Bitch. I mean, the other day. It's open right now. Target. Target. You know how many times I go to Target a week, at least? And I'm not even, I'm not fucking around. Three times. That's me. I order from the name. And it don't be like $10. It'd be like $175. No. That's why I be wanting to work. That's why. Because I be doing shit like that. Shit I don't need. This I know. If I can walk out of Target without spending $50, it's a good day. I've never. $50? I've never. That is like... Never. Never. How would I do never. that? Real. And then and then you'd be like, should I put something back? No, because it's fucking cute. Yeah. No. It is cute. And they have a lot of leopard shit, and I'm a leopard ass bitch. <laughs> I wear my scary spice. 
Period. <laughs> okay, can we go around and do shirts today? Because I noticed something about everybody's shirt, and that's why I was like, yeah, I have on a black owned brand. You know, my husband bought me this workout shirt. Shout out to Ashley. Melt fit. Damn. Oh, damn. I have on a shirt from Meg the Stallion. Bad bitches have bad days too. I really hate that it's tie-dye. But really I love tie-dye. That was a Megan the Stallion shirt. I like that. I yeah, fuck I with like tie-dye. Go cop yeah. that Probably because I'm a hippie. <laughs> Right. I'm like, why the fuck? I kept looking, trying, and the black one had a damn, which I guess I should have got because I got unicorn necklaces and unicorns everywhere. But it had a big ass unicorn on it. Bitch, I'm 34. I can't be walking around like right. that. I feel like, so that's funny. Yeah. This is just my Spice Girl 25th. 20th <laughs> shot has me all discombobulated. Uh, 25. <laughs> that's so crazy. Yeah. I was gonna say another shot. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't get up, but we can. I'm a menace. <laughs> <laughs> You're that friend. <laughs> I am. I really am. Um, we strayed very far away. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's reel it on in. Back to Nunu, because you know I love to put my people onto new things that I am listening to, working out to, um, anything. And so I am on a quest of really getting that hydration on and popping. And so I bought a Stanley tumbler, 30 ounce. I wanted to get the 40 ounce one. I don't know why I didn't, but I bought this one. And so I fill it up four times and that is close to a gallon. So. Mm -hmm hydration station and i am reading two books at once y'all what the fuck two books i'm reading two books so i'm reading the second book to what i just read which is black girls must be magic by jane allen and then i'm also reading before i let go the author is missing I'm not sure who it is, um, but I'm out here reading. My it. goal is to have finished both of the books by the beginning of the year. Nice. I love that. Yeah. I used to read like one, two books a day, and for some reason, I can't. Adulthood. It's just okay. not. What? Okay. So here, hear me out. When I take my lunch breaks, I have a 30-minute lunch break at work. I eat for 10 minutes, and then I read for the next 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. I exchanged my scrolling breaks when I'm in the restroom for reading. I leave my mm -hmm. phone outside of the restroom so that mm -hmm. I am just reading. And then I'm just trying to implement, like, picking up a book instead of picking up the remote. I mm -hmm. still watch TV, but I do get a point to like read at least a chapter and then watching TV. Okay. I like setting my bedtime routine. So let's say bedtime theoretically should be 10. Then at nine, I start shutting it down. So I'll like shower, moisturize, all that stuff. By 930, 
hop in the bed with a book and then that's 30 minutes of reading. Um, yeah, but that really hope that really works better with like non-fictions or novels when you start getting into like the self-help. Oh, books. don't read. Oh, yeah. and that's another thing. If you want to get back into reading, do not start with self-help. No. Start with something juicy, something like a thriller, <laughs> some drama, like something that will get you like just flipping the pages because you just want to get and shout out to my best friend, Maya, because she's the one who really got me reading again. She's like, bitch, read some trash, like just read something, but just get into the habit of like wanting to go through the book and stuff like that. So that is also a reason why people not finish in their books because it's self-help and it's like you're always working. Yeah. I got the, what's her name? Colleen Hoover. Okay. Uh, that it ends with us and all of that. Mm -hmm. I, but when I sit down, my brain will literally just be like... Yeah. So I, I think that's just more about me being intentional and bringing myself back. Because mm -hmm. mine should be, bitch, you need to go do this. And you need to go do this. And why you ain't do this? And you need to do this. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to go do it. So yeah, I just need to work on being more intentional there. And you need to also tell yourself, stop. Literally, yeah. one. I can do that for everything else, but for some reason, yeah. I start reading and I'd be like, "You're Stop. right. I do need to go do something else." So yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna work on that. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. That would be one of my yeah. 2023 dollars. Period. Um, my new new. I'm not putting nobody on though, but what I did new was I got my tragus in the day. Hell, I don't know. Pierce. Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. Um, which, okay, thank you. Which are supposed to be supposed to be, I don't know, they're like the acupuncture points. So, in my mind, I was like, okay, oh. I'm going to get these two pressure points pierced and we'll see what happens. Y'all not really be trying the holistic shit before I get medicated, so yeah. that's where we are. So, um, they're both supposed to be good for anxiety and stress relief. So, it's been two days now. I can't say it worked. It's working because I'm not working right now, so I don't know. So I probably wouldn't be able to report anything back until January, but those are two things I did that are new. And I finished my sleeve, so that was new, too. And I guess my new year is decorate your body. Hmm. And you never sent the photo. Oh, yeah. I did. And I also want to just touch on that because you said decorate your body, and my tattoo artist just informed me that she's moving. So I need some time. Beautiful. They're all flowers. Oh, oh. I'm not us, right? Oh, that's beautiful. Did it hurt? Hmm? Did it hurt? Not really. <laughs> I'm kind of... We can talk about that later. No, not really. It was fine. This hurt more to me than this did, oddly it. enough. But yeah, decorate your body, right? Find ways that you can really look at your body and celebrate it. That's why mm -hmm. I love tattoos because it, I spent a long time hating my body, and so now it's like, bitch, you are a work of art. Look at right. this. Look at you. <laughs> you know, right. you're giving. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And I think for me, it's a pushback because for so long I was told that like in order to be 
professional in order to be successful. Taken seriously. Right. You don't have tattoos. You don't have piercings that people can see. Um, you make sure that you cover those things up. You don't get tattoos on your arms. That's for whoever that was supposed to be for. Whiteness. Yeah. Right. So I think a part of it too for me is like unlearning that and knowing that I can do these things that I enjoy and that feel good and there's not going to be these detrimental consequences. So Right. Yeah. I feel you on that. Whew. There's a lot of shame around my tattoos, even though like I knew I'd want wanted them since I was a kid. Um, and just by, you know, oh, you're, you know, certain type of girls have tattoos. Mm-hmm. Whereas, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whereas now it's like, you know what? I'm more in line with y'all. It's like, it's my body. It's my it's your if that shit makes you feel good, makes you feel celebrated, sexy, powerful, like it's your life. Run it. Run it. <laughs> um, I am going to say my new new are these pumps. <laughs> I love it. I really do. <laughs> So Puffs has uh, tissues that are infused with Vicks. And as you like breathe in to blow your nose, it just, it's so soothing. Um, those kids tried to get me on my way out. And I'm mm -hmm. lucky that, like I don't feel sick, but I am congested. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I would rather just be blowing my nose and not have to deal with like the pains and all that stuff. Um, yeah, and it's cold here in Texas, so shout out to global warming. Um, it's gonna be a cold Christmas. When you say cold, what's the temperature right now? It is 56. Anything less than 70 is cold to me. Same as fuck. Yeah, I mean, me too, but I was just wondering what cold was there for you. Yeah, yeah 56. Okay. And yesterday it rained all day, um, so it was cold and wet, and here in the bayou, it doesn't get absorbed. Wow. <laughs> I just looked at the weather for this week and it's going to be 81 on Christmas. Ooh, congratulations. I'm so 81? Our high is 40. It's 39 right now. It was 26 when I walked the dog this morning. Also why I'm glad I don't have dogs, right? Correct. Yeah. Because they need damn. They yeah. need that. Nope. Well, I can't believe this year is over. Pretty much. Yeah. Wild. Crazy. I feel like I feel like this was a good year for me. What was good about it? I feel like I've had a lot of growth, personal growth, right? Um, I feel like I let go of a lot of things and situations that I didn't align with anymore. Like I left my job, you know, I left friendships. And now my job that I have is 
fulfilling in a sense that I'm pouring into my community and the future of my community and pouring into the underserved, you know, the underrepresented. And so I feel like I am walking in my purpose in that sense. Um, my last job, I was working with um, the LGBTQ population. And so I was still, you know, working with the underrepresented, you know, and giving them the help and the care that they deserve. And I wasn't fulfilled. <laughs> Mm -hmm. because I am just so passionate about mental health and breaking that stigma in the black community, mm -hmm. you know, this feels so much better. And I hate that I drive an hour to go there mm -hmm. when I pass all these other schools and I look around and I'm like, what, what I, obviously I can offer anyone anything, but it wouldn't fulfill me the same way that it does pouring into my black student. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like that was a big change, really coming into myself. And like, I've always been a confident person. I've always been someone who, you know, was just gonna be who I am, but I feel very good about the person I am, you know, and how I present myself in all situations. Um, so I just really feel like there's been so much growth, you know, seeing, keeping a kid alive for a whole year, you know, seeing her grow and develop and <clears throat> have such a happy life. Um, I've been able to grow my private practice. Like I have eight clients and I have a job, you know? So it's just been, it's been very good for me in, in that regard. I've gotten some amazing friendships, gotten so close to some amazing people that pour into me, you know, that I don't have to ask anything. They just do um, make me feel like a priority, which is something that was missing in a lot of my past friendships and things like that. And so I feel like this year has just been great. I've traveled, like I've had experiences, I've worked out, you know, I feel like I really came into myself as a mom, you know, really settling into how I want my life to look. Mm -hmm. I like that. I definitely also have had depression. Okay, let's talk about it. Because <laughs> it wasn't all peaches and creams and bubble gum and all that. Like it was given depression. And I was able to work through that and implement the tools that I know will help me to feel better. Mm -hmm. You know. And so I don't want to make it seem like it's just been perfect because honey, it's been a couple times out the year that I was like, what the fuck? I'm not your strongest soldier. Get up off me, please. Please. Oh, you know, but that is the beauty that those days don't last as long and they are not 
all that I recall of this year. Mm-hmm. And that's the growth for me yeah. because in the past it would have been like, Depart- I was depressed as fuck this year. Okay, I ain't lose no weight, but it's like I still worked out. It's just about my mindset. You see that mindset change? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about, honey. Because I know that I'm not gonna be perfect, and that's not the expectation. Right. The expectation is intentional, and that was my my word this year. I don't know if we shared that. Word for 2022? Yeah. Word. What's your word for 23? Or do you have one yet? Um, My word for 23, huh, I guess would be like breakthrough. Mm. Like breaking through the self-imposed barriers right? Taking charge of the things that I want to see, getting my practice, like running better, like having a a breakthrough because it's grown, right? But I need to get some things in place so that I don't feel like I'm working too hard, you know? And so just using the tools and the things that I've learned this year to really help me propel myself into the place I want to be next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, America? Um, so my words, I had two words for 2022 and they were ease and alignment. Um, and I forgot that until I went back to something I posted on Instagram uh, December 31st of last year. Um, but for me, 2021 was about detachment and overflow. And 2022 was ease and alignment. I'm just going to read y'all what I wrote and then I'm going to talk about it. So I wrote, well, the end of what I wrote is everything I desire flows to me with ease. This ease allows for alignment and vice versa so that So this seems to be the best way for me to flow into the new year. I want to be clear that this ease doesn't mean easy, but it means I'm going to do the work without the pressure. Um, And I think that overall, that's what 2022 looked like for me. It was ease. Usually I'm very like, I'm going to do this, this, and this by this date. And then I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to do this. And I got to do this. And this year was like, bitch, I'm here. Right. What happens is going to happen. If it feels good, I'm going to do it. If it don't, I'm not. Or I'm going to pay attention to the fact that it doesn't feel good so that I can do something different the next time. Um, And I think with that, one of the things that I gave myself permission to do this year was I gave myself permission to pivot as I saw fit. So typically I would show up and do a bunch of things that I didn't want to do because I had committed to it or because I made a decision that I was going to do it. Um, And I didn't do that in the same way this year. There probably were some things maybe here and there that I still went through and did, even if I didn't want to. Um, But it was very far and few in between. And if I didn't do it because I didn't want to, it was more of like a, I just don't feel like it right now, not a, I don't want to do it. Um, and so I really allow for the space for me to get curious this year 
Um, anxiety is relative. Well, it's not really new for me. The somatic experience of anxiety is new for me. The rest of it I'm used to. Um, but the physical part of it is very new. And so that has been something that I've been working to navigate this year. And so it's literally been, I'm going to try whatever I need to try. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, when I assess it in a week or two, bitch, I'm going to try something else. Like I'm not going to keep doing what I know isn't working just to keep doing it. Um, and so I think that just really transitioned or that went into everything that I did. I set a certain schedule at the beginning of the year as far as clients. When I realized that wasn't working, I changed it. Um, so I changed my hours. Hey, mm -mm, ain't no more this time and this time, baby. I'm going to see you before this. And I did it because that's what I needed to do. And like the people feel the way, maybe, and that's okay. We can hold space for that, but this is what I needed to do for myself. Um, so just doing that more, I think I had a lot of realizations and an increased level of awareness this year, particularly around friendships. Yeah, particularly around friendships and understanding like what works for me, what doesn't. Um, being clear on who's for me versus who's not. And also, what is the story I'm telling myself? Does this person really not like me or really not fuck me? Or is it something else that's going on? Um, and then giving myself permission to pay more attention to the evidence versus what my mind is telling me. this year. So who can I give the benefit of the doubt to based on what they're showing me? And then who can I say, bitch, be blessed? So I think that has been a lot of that for me this year. And so that's going to be helpful moving into 2023 because I feel like I've cleared up some space there that I can now do other things with. Perfect. I love that, giving yourself that grace because it's so easy to not. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm critical as fuck. Like, not like my class, oh, you're so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, to you, it's easy for me to do it for you, but in my head, I'd be like, bitch, not for towards them, but like, bitch, towards right. Her. Right. So this year was like, okay, I'm telling you to be compassionate and love on yourself and give yourself a chance to breathe. I'm gonna do that too. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna lead by example. Right. So that was nice. I ain't feel like a hypocrite, so that was nice. <laughs> And what about you, Jasmine? My word for 2022 was flourish, and I am going to keep that for 23. Um, a big thing for me was turning 30 in June mm -hmm. and what that meant for me, what that looked like, all the bullshit in my 20-something, shedding that. Um, and so I giving myself the grace that experiencing grief put a hindrance in what my flow of growth, you know, what I thought it looked like. So now that I am aware of the physicality that grief takes, the emotional toll, the day-to-day, -day, the waves, um, taking that with me, and I'm going to hold on to flourish. I'm really just going to change the two on my vision board to a three and we're just going to keep it going um 
yeah, that's a big one for me. Big thing that I want to do is is get my body moving again. Um, I know in my sadness and my depression, I get stagnant. And I yeah, I wasn't a stagnant child. I was out, you know, riding my bike, climbing trees, dancing, doing stuff. So the fact that I don't, I'm not getting my ass into a tree, but <laughs> the fact that I don't do those things as an adult, um, there's some correlation there, right? Um, getting back to the things I enjoy doing, reading more, uh, creating more. I have a painting that I've been working on since the beginning of this year and it's still not done. So yeah, just kind of getting back into myself. Um, I think that once I open my heart back up, um, somebody's son is going <laughs> to try to snatch up this blessing. I know that's right. So like, shout out to, you know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, so I just, um, I really want to, a big thing for me in 2022 is what, what does 30 year old Jasmine, right? I've spent all this time focusing on my womanhood what does it now look like and feel like to implement that? Um, and so going into this year, it's like not so much thinking about it. It's like, I am a woman. This is my life. Um, yeah, there's things that I want for myself in this decade. So there's no better time than to start getting some balls rolling than now. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say that we should take a brief intermission to refill our shot glasses and I will play some music for the people so that we can also have our Apple replay slash Spotify wraps ready for them so we can just take a look at what kind of vibe we were in this year. Okay. You're dancing for the people. <laughs> you better get the people a show. <laughs> I realized my first one, I put ice and lime juice in it, and I didn't bring that with me to my desk. So mm. here we go. You put lime juice in your shot? Yeah. I am a tequila girl. I told you I'm transitioning into vodka, okay? This is... If you're going to go from tequila, okay. What's about that letter? Go ahead. All right. All right. Don't read me for my life. Okay. I don't know. She has. Yes. Yes.
Yeah, that hits different. <laughs> Jasmine said, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, different. Yeah, different. <laughs> so I just did a new one, a new Apple replay. Okay. And I'm going to do the albums. So it says I listened to 5,058 minutes of Beyonce. Wait, where do you get that statistic from? Because now I'm curious. Type in Apple Replay. Oh, I use Spotify. Oh, do then Spotify rap. Let me see. 5,000 minutes of Beyonce, 2,265 minutes of Smino, 1,300 minutes of Kendrick Lamar, 1,100 minutes of Drake, 1,000 minutes of Megan, and that's my top five. For mm -hmm. albums, yeah, this is what's funny. Renaissance album. Came out July 28th, I think. 1,241 plays. And I need to know the breakdown. Like, what do they mean to <laughs> the album that many times? Like, that seems crazy. I mean, there are no skips. So in my mind, right. times you ran through that album. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> and then I have Love for Rent by Smino, which just came out. <laughs> 315 plays. Mm. And then SZA literally just came out. Issue number three for 118 plays. Now how? She came out after the wrap-up, didn't she? Yes. Exactly. That's why I'm like, now how? How? And then it's Kendrick Lamar's album. And then Gracie's Corner. Tell me you're a mom without telling me. Yeah, I'm off. That's funny. Gracie's cool enough. Oh. Crying and I thought that Gracie on. What was your top song then? My top song was Cozy by Beyonce. Mm -hmm. Because that song really makes me feel like that bitch reminds me who I am. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm comfortable in my skin. I'm cozy with who I am. I love myself, goddamn cozy. You still ain't listen to the album America. I haven't. I would like to get your hands right here. <laughs> I need to run it one time, America. Just run it one time. <laughs> and 1,200 plays later, you'll understand. Right. That's good. Okay. <laughs> so what's she all top five? What was the vibe for your year? Songs or albums? I'll do both. Do both. Okay. Okay. Top five songs. Lord have Only, mercy. I didn't do my five songs. I just did my one song. Okay. Do all five. Okay. So one, Cozy Beyonce. Two, Energy Beyonce. Three, <laughs> Cut It Beyonce. Four, I Am by Baby Tate. Oh, and five. Oh, I, I am. am. Nah, 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 nah. I am that bitch. I am a. 
I am healthy. I am wealthy. I Thank am rich. You. I am that bitch. I am that bitch. Okay. I'm my bag and I am not going to take your shit. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> What's your top five? Top five. Top five. Oh, Lord. Okay. So, top five songs. <laughs> Number one is Ungrateful, Made the Stallion, featuring Key Glock. Okay. Um, which is really interesting because in that song she's talking about friendship and oh. niggas lucky that she not because she could be planting these bitches' faces and hurting their feelings and she not. So, oh, so um, I thought okay. that was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, like hmm. Number two, Pussy Power, Drake and Gunna. <laughs> Baby, I don't know what it was about that, but that damn song had me in a chokehold. Uh, this is where it get a little interesting, and I would like to fight because I don't think this is correct. But my third song is Wait for You, Drake and Future and Your Girl. But I think it's because I like hearing her sing, and I think I kept listening to it because of Tim, not because of them niggas, but whatever. They play that song here every hour on the hour, and I'm yeah. sick of it. <laughs> Number four is Pressurelicious, so Megan and Future. Okay. Notice the theme there. Um, and number five is put that pussy on me. Oh, okay. put that pussy on me. Don't, don't, don't. Put that pussy on me. Don't. Oh, that's not that's not what I thought it was. I'm so old. I was oh, thinking, I, I went way back. I was like, no, won't you put that pussy on me? Oh no, not that was this one. All right. <laughs> you talking about nasty song? <laughs> I want you to put that pussy on me. <laughs> Ooh, took it back to college at the fairgrounds. Oh, not at the fairgrounds. Okay. So yeah. Um. So yeah, that's my top five songs. Um, top five artists: Drake. Okay, Drake, Megan, Future, Nipsey, Migos. Um, top albums: Megan, uh, Certified Lover Boy, Drip Season. I guess because I kept playing P Power. Um. Victory Lap is number four, which is so funny because, damn, that says a lot, too. Um, and then number five is uh, Summer Walker Over It. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It is. Because, bitch, are you in 2022 or not? Um, I don't listen to Summer Walker. I think I miss when I didn't know about people like celebrities. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I miss that unknowing yeah. because it's like, why were you fitting yeah. Born child, uh, right? <laughs> and what? Mm, yeah. There's a lot of whys there. Um, <laughs> but I think I chose to separate myself from that because that album is. I really i i haven't I haven't listened to it. I'm not even gonna yeah. hold you. I haven't talked to you. Like, mm. and that came out what 2018. And I think also with her like lackadaisical performances. Yeah, it's giving very half-assed, I don't want to be here. Um, She she says it's social anxiety, which, all right. And this is your job. So, what's she going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Does she sound the same on the record when she performs? From what I've heard of the live, it's it's like yeah, she got yeah. a voice on her. Like okay. the that I can fuck with. She got a voice. She really does. It's just the rest of the rest of it's weird as shit, but. It's something about over it. I don't know if it's because London was producing and they was going through what they was going through. I don't know, but that album is low-key top tier. And I'm not even an R&B girly, as you can tell, but top tier. I'm a mixed girly. I like it all. Mm. Clearly, I'm a thug-ass girl. You a thug-ass. Because oh, <laughs> <laughs> Charlie B. Moore was that bitch. Okay? <laughs> I love her. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to say to the listeners, if your Spotify or Apple playlist top five songs are not all from Renaissance, we are not the same. We are not the same. We're a Martian. Um, my top five are my number one song, Heated. And let me tell you, uh, because I'll be in here like boom, 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 I've been low key trying to find where the Houston underground scene is because I'm trying to be in there with the club kids. Yeah. Um, so I'm so sorry. Uh, you know she can't. Well, she didn't come out here, but she had a club renaissance out here this last weekend with the horse and all that. You know what? I saw videos and it looked like LA was kind of trying to be cute because I would have been out there twirling, flipping, and dipping. Oh no, they were doing that too, and I know the DJ. I'm like, oh, yeah. I wish I would have signed up because I was oh. getting my life. Yeah. Yes. I just sweated. Um, I, I, for me, heated, especially because she's shouting out her uncle. I feel like it's a song that mm-hmm. celebrates losing someone that's so close to you and like mm-hmm. that grief. So for me, it was, I think that's why it's my number one. Cause it's like you know what she lost her uncle tragically suddenly someone close and like that's what i've been struggling with this year mm-hmm. and yet and still and i've been saying this like what breaks my heart is that my cousin won't be here for some of the happiest days that i have in front of me um but this art for me it just it it encapsulates that right like he wasn't there for all the triumphs but here's this song and like we're still gonna celebrate and like boom, 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 all that um so i think that's why that's like my number one um and really just to run it like heated break my soul alien superstar energy i'm that girl period top five um and then surprisingly lady gaga's chromactica is in there for me too and wait my black sisters if I know a lot of us aren't Lady Gaga fans, I am. I like her. Like, I don't know her current music. Yeah, but back in the day, bitch. I when she was rah, 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 rah. I'm not. I was over there like. <laughs> I'm a that bitch, low key. She really. Oh, yes. 
Lil Ron that her and Beyonce yeah. have together. Yeah. They killed fucking video. Yeah. Mad yeah. bling bling. Yes. So I I am. If there's any fan group that I'm gonna like put a label on, I would say I'm a little monster. So this really? year, yeah, I've been you're a fan. Not a, you're not in the beehive. Oh nine. I feel like because I'm a black girl from Houston and I grew up on Destiny's Child, it's a given. Um, am I hopping on the internet, you know, fighting with y'all about Blue Ivy's edges? I'm no. not doing that, no, no. Right. But when it comes to I'm not to doing that for no one though. Like, right. I'm a ride for a bit. Well, true, true. I'm not doing that for Gaga either. But um yeah, I would say yeah, because the two artists that I've seen the most of have been Beyonce and, and Lady Gaga in concert. So this year, the reason why Chromactica is still on there is this year I went to her Chromactica ball uh, twice. I ended up getting screwed. You know, somebody was going to go with me. I bought tickets on my credit card. It was a whole thing. They didn't go anyway. Um, but I ended up going with two really close friends of mine and one friend 2020 when this album came out. I mean, if you are someone that can listen to music and you like to dance but you like the lyrical you know the lyrics behind it um chromactica is she's writing about depression she's like my favorite song on that album is free woman which is her feeling free after her sexual assault um i don't need a man holding my hand i don't need all the answers but i'm just like i just all these songs you're dancing to them because they're all kind of but then you listen to the words and it's like, oh, this motherfucker is talking about anxiety, depression, mm. prescription drug addiction, mm. getting over all of that, overcoming it, um, not giving a fuck what people think about you or, or say about you, which is what Babylon is. Mm. Um, for me, listening to those and realizing I was dancing despite my pain mm. really got me through 2020 when that concert came around. Lady Gaga concerts are like one of my favorite places to be. Really? Because, yeah, just the energy, the gaze, the dancing, the her fucking screaming, dance, you motherfuckers. And you're just like, fuck yeah. Like, it's just. I'm not going to pay you oh, for you to Because no. for me, it's like, you white. I'm not. Yeah, so you're not going to call me too many motherfuckers. It's all of us, right? It's She's not calling me nigga. Um, you're not. <laughs> That's how I would hear it. I hear her saying nigga. I heard okay. nigga. I heard nigga. No. Yes, for me, nigga. That's what I hear. It. It's Lord, like, no. Nigga. No, because it's, I mean, the crowd in there is mostly gay people, right? Um, so okay. it's mostly like when you go to her shows, um, I've been going since 09, right when she dropped mm. that romance, right before she mm. was doing and my mom, my, my high school sweetheart bought me a ticket for Christmas. And then I bought my mom's concert ticket. And so I went with my mom to a Lady Gaga concert. And Bad Romance had just came out. And when I tell you, that shit felt like a party. Mm. In a venue that I had gone to see the Nutcracker every Christmas for as a kid. And I was like, and I remember looking over and my mom is fucking jumping up and down with her monster claw. And I was just like... Like this is liberating. It's like Lady Gaga concerts for me are liberating. I can go, I dance, I'm drinking whiskey. Um, there have been times I'm throwing glitter up in the air. Most of the times I'm with my gay crew, like all my friends. So 
I really enjoy it. So this year, um, I went to her concert twice um, with yeah. two people. And so that's why those songs are still in my top. So after Beyonce comes uh, Chromatica, um, that persuasion, um, she's so persuasive, that marijuana, that's that's me too. You're going to have to send that to me. Oh, I yeah. Let me tell you, I haven't checked for Lady Gaga since. Bad romance, that yeah. era. Video okay. phone, all of that. Yeah. I just went to her Apple Music and I was like, bitch, what is all this? Yeah. <laughs> no idea. Things have come things have happened since bad romance, guys. Okay. Um, yeah, I figure, but yeah. yeah. Shout out to all the black girls who like, you know, listen to pop music. Yeah. I used to until I started realizing white women didn't like me. And then I stopped listening to music but i would love to come back because it was a beautiful time it's you yeah but i also noticed like i especially looking back at my recap like i don't listen to a lot of rap music unless it's like you you know talking about some shit because a lot of it to me when i listen to the lyrics is like relive trauma and so it's like they're using these tracks to vent and the whole time I'm listening to your story and I'm like, I could just go to therapy. Like, there's one song. Do you that, listen to um, LA rappers? Not really. Send me some. Okay. Me you listen to Kendrick? Kendrick would count. Do you listen to Kendrick? Kendrick in there. Kendrick is in there. Um, yeah. Don I Kennedy. Asshole. But you know what? I have... I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I fuck with Don Kennedy, but I haven't listened to his shit since like. Well, he just put out something that was cool, and somebody from my high school was on the on the album, so mm -hmm. I got a support. Right, because all I know is your girl got a cute face, her friend got a nice body, it the red butt with at that was the shit. <laughs> what is yes? Okay, so that one, Lady Gaga was what number on yours? She she was right after Beyonce, so she's like six, and then it flips up. Um, yeah, she's number six. I didn't save my albums. I only saved what my top songs were, and I don't think Spotify let me go back and get my because now I want to know like what my stats were. <laughs> How many times did I listen to this shit? Yeah, because that show was crazy. I said, what do you yeah. mean? I will say this. If Beyonce doesn't get album of the year with Renaissance. It's racist. Then it's, yeah, like it's fucking rigged. And I think I've read some stuff of why she hasn't put the visuals out. So some people are saying she's doing like a 3D thing. And maybe that's like taking a long time. Wow. Like the visuals are going to be. We don't see it in 3D though. But part of me feels like she's holding these visuals so that the recording academy has to recognize the album and not like trying to differentiate, you know, is it a visual album? Is it this? Is it that? She's just mm. putting music out. And if y'all don't give her album of the year, y'all on some bullshit. And watch like, if it were me, I would because draw the visuals Grammy night. It's <laughs> literally crap. Like. I told y'all, I was listening to Scissor's album, and I was like, damn, I don't feel better. But I put it on Beyonce's album, and I was like, these motherfuckers ain't stopping me. These motherfuckers ain't stopping me. Like, out the gate. Yeah. 
<laughs> Come on, America. Come on, America. America. Yes. And you know what's crazy? I've seen her. I think I could just Because there is a song called America Has a Problem. I saw that. Mm. And the problem is you haven't listened to this album. I mean, too, sure. And I don't know what it is. I've seen her in concert more than I've seen anybody else. So what my issue is here, I don't know. I really don't. It's almost like when Scandal came out, I didn't watch it at first because everybody was talking about it. I feel like I'm one of those. Like if every time I scroll, I gotta see somebody. Okay, so I don't. Well, I don't want to listen. That makes sense. Go well, now. So and I still see it all day up and through the timeline. Good ass album. So you should just pull it up. Okay. Here, I'll play it for us. So you want to play? You can play. I don't know. It's, it's gonna come on. No, seriously, uh, Renaissance is on my vinyl player right now. I was no, like, me too. It's like on my vinyl right now. I literally started the day off playing it. Yeah. And then I get annoyed because it's so many pieces to it, right? You got to pull the record out of this sleeve and that right. sleeve. Girl, just give me the music. Yeah. So true. Yeah. I love it. So I think with our music recap, we can see kind of what some themes were for our year, mm-hmm. what some things we we're working on. And so I want to just share this post that was posted yesterday. Lessons from 2022 to bring into 2023. Your growth comes first. Be intentional with your time. This is not what I thought it was. This is not what I thought it was. <laughs> I'm like, what is he talking about? This is not it. Reverse, reverse. No, maybe it is that. Okay, whatever. I'm going to just keep doing it. Your growth comes first. Be intentional with your time. Forcing things does not work. Being kind supports your peace. Hang out with revitalizing people. Let consistency help your flourishing. Remember the progress you have made. Slow things down when your mood is low. People-pleasing hurts your mental health. Seeking perfection hinders your progress. And you cannot make everyone understand you. Mm. And when I saw that, I said, those are the lessons that I really have learned this year. Mm. Um, At the end of the day, I'm never going to put myself into another position where I feel the need to go back into ways that I used to respond cussing people out, like having these big blowouts. Like, I'm not going to let you take me back there because I've worked too hard to come out of that place. Mm -hmm. Um, And so keeping that in mind and maybe you get a text message that irritates the fuck out of you and you just want to say, bitch. A lesson I learned this year, I don't have to respond. I don't have to respond right away. If this is someone that I feel deserves a response, then I will take a a second to really check in with myself and make sure I'm not like projecting shit onto it, right? And think about how I want to communicate my wants, needs, and expectations um, before just responding. Because in the past, when I was younger, when I was depressed, like, I would just respond, 
first thing that came to mind. And oftentimes mm-hmm. that is coming from a place of hurt. Mm-hmm. And so that is so true. Being intentional with your time, I can't stress it enough. Mm-hmm. Not to say that y'all don't have, not to say that y'all have more time because y'all are not parents. I chose to be a parent and so I have to be intentional about my time. When I'm with Janae, I'm with Janae. I'm not trying to be checking videos, TikToks. Like, I don't give a fuck about none of that. I'm here with my kid. Um, If I don't have time and I'm making time to hang out with you, like, it has to make sense. I can't be leaving our hangout wondering if we're friends. (laughs) Like, that. It doesn't make sense to me. No. Which leads into the forcing things doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to force you to be my friend. If right. I've told you these things bother you and you choose not to do anything about it, you have let me know that you don't give a fuck. And right. so I'm also not going to give a fuck and I'm not going to try and force a friendship on you that you obviously don't want. Right. I'm not doing it, especially when I have ease in my relationships. And so I am intentional with my time there. Those Mm -hmm. people get my time because I know that if I need them, they're there Mm -hmm. and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Being kind. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that it also says being kind supports your peace, which brings me to my work shit, right? Because y'all know I've had issues with the people at my job. And so Mm -hmm. I realized that I was taking it personally. And so I took off those lenses and I looked around and I was like, oh, no, this nigga is raggedy with everyone. (laughs) it's not just me so instead of like going out of my way to be rude or you know finding something cruel to say I'm just like I'm gonna kill him with kindness I'm still not doing your job but I'm not gonna be rude about it (laughs) and so that has really changed how I'm doing at my job how I feel going there because y'all know a couple of months ago I was like bitch I'm ready to get I don't mm-hmm. want <laughs> mm-hmm. you gonna say America? I forgot. Um read the, the first one for me one more time. The first reminder. Your growth comes first. Oh no, that sparked what I was gonna say though. The one around um not responding and you were like, You're not gonna get me out of pocket because I worked really hard. That to- is it. Your growth, yeah. Okay. Um, and I, I, you know, I think that's really important. And for the people listening, I just want to make sure that we're clear that protecting your peace in that moment doesn't mean suppressing how you feel. Talk about it. It doesn't mean ignoring the feeling in efforts to be the bigger person. Um, when we're talking about anxiety, a lot of times anxiety is because we have a lot of suppressed and pent up emotions And so if you are somebody who has been rah-rah and you are actively working to not be rah-rah or not be reactive and you're learning to be more responsive, it can feel like, okay, well, I've been reactive. So instead, I'll just swallow how I feel. 
And I think it's really important that we highlight that that's not what that means. It means allowing yourself to feel the feels and also being able to manage your response. It's not ignoring the emotion because the, there's nothing wrong with the emotion. We always want to work to fix the behavior or adjust the behavior. And so knowing that that isn't about ignoring it, it's not about acting like shit don't bother you or it's okay, it don't matter, knowing that it does fucking matter. But like really getting curious about what's happening and allowing yourself the space to process it. Because I think I fell into that. I used to be very rah, rah, rah. You say some shit I don't like, I'm I'm going to cuss you the fuck out. Um, I'm going to let you know how I feel because what you mean? I mean, fuck that. And as I've gotten older, it's been much more like, okay, yeah, no, I'm just going to let it go. It's cool. Like, it's fine. And I do have a belief that, like, a lot of people I don't have to check because the universe has checked them and will continue to check them. So I don't have to. Um, but then also after that, knowing that there's an additional step and that a step is allowing yourself to process what has happened. So just making sure we all holding a space for that. And I just, you know, Yan Below got another one for that. You so and who? Young Quavo. Okay. Okay. Good. I thought you said Quavo. I was like, "What?" He I doing? thought too. I thought you said Quavo. So I was like, "Not Quavo." Me Quavo. Quavo. Where's the piece take off? He's always okay. um, he's always got some good shit. So he said, "Saying less is incredibly helpful. Every thought is not valuable. Every feeling does not need to be voiced." What is often best is slowing down to spend time developing a clearer and more informed perspective. Ego rushes and reacts, but peace moves intentionally and gently. Mm. Peace moves intentionally and gently. Okay. So, yes. What are some other lessons that we've learned this year? I would say for me, I've learned really just giving myself grace. A lot of my adulthood, especially around mental health, you know, when you get stuck or you're working through or processing your shit, there's still that inner voice that's like, you're lazy, you're junky, you're this, you're that. Um, so for me, it was giving myself grace where it's like, okay, I'm not junky. Yeah, I am depressed. And like, I'm not cleaning up behind myself because I'm sad because I'm grieving. So what are we going to do? Gave myself X amount of time to, you know, fix the issue, change my surroundings. Didn't happen. So it's like, okay, bet budget in a maid. And then having to get over the stigma of like, why do I need to pay someone to come clean my one bedroom apartment? And it's like, "Mm." but I'm telling y'all that feeling of the first time I did it, when I walked in from work, I cried. I cried at the fact that my Mm -hmm. visual reminders of how I was feeling the Mm -hmm. night before or two days ago were no longer in front of me. Mm Mm-hmm cried and mm-hmm. so now a cleaning service is a part of my budget right um, and so giving myself the grace of like you know what fuck the bullshit this is what works for me this is what I need right now um yeah and giving myself that so I think that that goes into how does my life 
look for myself and not for others. Mm. Another big thing for me this year was taking a leave of absence from school. Um, I had written an 18 page research paper on specifically on suicide rates in Houston post 2020 mm. and to now be a family that's impacted by suicide. It's like, I, I just, I, now my vantage point is different. It's, it's I'm not objectively researching these things now. Mm-hmm. Um, so taking this step away from school in order to heal, mm-hmm. uh, I already now in mid-December feel better about going back to school this next semester um, versus putting myself like I just I knew I wasn't going back in in November it just didn't make sense it was his birthday it was the holidays starting and so telling myself like oh I'm gonna do I'm only gonna take one session off no if you need to take two right it's my life it's my timeline. That's a big thing for me. It's my timeline, not my parents' timeline. Right. Um, it's my timeline. And at the end of the day, it's my fucking debt. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, if you're not going to help me pay this debt, then sit down and let me do this on my time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is wholeheartedly the expectation, you know? So those are the big two things, um, which really just harkens back to that inner voice and curbing that um, that's helped me grow this year and really just claiming, like reclaiming my time, reclaiming, like, this is how I'm doing my life. Exactly. And, and not feeling the need to um, like explain it right or make it digestible for other people. Like this is, how I choose to live my life and you can do what you choose to. Yeah. Your opinions are great for you to keep to yourself. (laughs) Which I think is so important, especially when we're talking about living life on our own terms. So Jasmine, you mentioned being in a one bedroom apartment and having somebody clean your house. And No, almost on my business. Okay, so I was just gonna say, I think it's just so interesting. America. I know, right? Um, but I just think it's so interesting. Like many of us feel so much shame and like mm-hmm. discomfort when we do what works for us. Right. And people will try to make you feel like yeah. shit because okay, I'm in this house. It's me and this dog. Okay. Cool. I hired a cleaner, serve somebody to come do the same thing. People were like, why would you spend money on having somebody to come clean? It's just you. It's just the dog. Like, what's the problem? What's the issue? Bitch, I'm working 12 hours a day. And the time, and I, I found myself being like, well, the time that it takes me to clean the bedrooms and to clean the living room and to do this and to clean the kitchen, like that's the time I could have done a note or that's the time I could have saw a client. And I was like trying to over explain why it was something that I wanted to do. And then I remember being like, bitch, I made this money. If right. I was to hire 84 cleaners in this bitch right. and they come every fucking five minutes of the day, they can't. <laughs> because- naked while they do it. 
That's my problem. Right? And I don't want to do it. And I have bust my ass, regardless if you bust your ass or not, but I bust my ass to get to a point of somebody can come do it. That's not a bad thing. And while they do it, hey girl, because we was friendly. And I say was because I ain't called sis and been doing it myself like a fucking crazy because I started feeling odd feelings around it. Because Right. Why are you doing that? You could do it the way you should do it. And let me tell you, my husband told me the other day, oh, I think if we get to this point where like we can just both like just do that, then we can save this money. Well, right. first yeah. and foremost, I never asked you to give me money for this. Get this is what I said I was going to do for get myself. It. Because I don't have a lot of time. I don't want to spend the time that I do have with my family cleaning the house. That's great. But I am able to. (laughs) So she's going to be here every two weeks. Period. Yeah. (laughs) No straight up. What I did, so I was also the person that would like clean the house. It's also black folks and they shame yep. clean house before mm-hmm. the house. Before period, I just got done. The fuck. <laughs> so what I did to because I found myself doing it, and I was like, mm-hmm. you know what, fuck that. So I took out one of my notepads and just left them a note, and then I put in like for my first clean, which needed to be <laughs> six hours or some crazy shit like that. I put in there. I was like, look, I'm grieving. This is what you're walking into. And these are the areas that I need you to pay most attention to. Right. Um, and so what it does is it takes the extra off my plate. Right. So I gotta worry about like the litter boxes and right. stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's I mean, that's really both of them 15 minutes in and out, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's it's taking something off your plate. Exactly. And allowing yourself once you work hard enough to get into a place where you can afford it allowing i mean let your money take care of you or let yourself right. like, take care of yourself um yeah i canceled the cleaning lady during this break because i'm like oh well i'll be home and i'm looking around today and i'm like damn i wish she would have came last <laughs> but i'm gonna let that slide you know what I mean? Because now I see it. What the issue is, is that I'm not cleaning up after myself like I know I should. You know what I mean? If you finish something, just put it in the dishwasher, motherfucker. I said, let this mm, Sorry. If you this, these are, this is the argument that I have with myself, okay? And I'm just I know. Using this platform. Um. <laughs> it was like shit. Because when you said that, I heard, I heard that conversation. And it was like, yeah, you should. But like, shit says who? Who says that you were supposed to do all of this shit in between yeah. the things? Let's say you was cooking before we started the podcast and you had to hurry up and be here by a certain time. That mm-hmm. might mean there's shit in your dishes, you on your sink. You're not going to be able to clean up every right. fucking time you do something. And sometimes if you're doing something, boom, 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 throughout the day, you're not going to have the space to clean up. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. See, I'm not a boom, boom, boom. I'm a binge watch some anime and the shit's still not done type of poop. <laughs> but that that's you still doing something. So that's okay. You're doing something that feels better to you than cleaning the fuck up wood. Because right. cleaning isn't therapeutic for everybody. Not for no. everybody. And I wish I was that girl, but I'm not I'm not that girl. That's right. okay. 
Yeah. You know how many people I know that's like in our age range that's still scared to use a dishwasher? Because they look hot and I use a dishwasher. I use that shit every day, all day. Cascade it down. Just finished, and I can't wait to go put the rest of them in there. Right. But there's so many people that are like, yeah. We're bound by these chains of like, as black women, we're not supposed to do this, and we're supposed to keep the house immaculate. You can lick the fucking floor, and you can do all of this at all times. And the reality is, sometimes you want to. And what the fuck happens is up to you after you do it. To you, honey. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think also okay, with like. Fine social media, TikTok especially, mm-hmm. and all these aesthetics, like, they make it seem like your house has to be immaculate right. all the time, like, mm-hmm. yes, you have children, but it shouldn't look like you have children. Mm-hmm. And like, no, my kid lives here, and you're right. gonna see that, and that's right. okay, you yeah. know. What mm-hmm. kills me is, um, there's one influencer, she makes like the same video, the same, whatchamacallit, the same audio she uses, um, but what trips me out is that I've watched enough of them to realize she's not in her home. She's in like the clubhouse or like the leasing entertainment portion where she must live, right? Wow. Or she's always sitting in a Tesla, but the Tesla's never driving. And I'm like, see, that's making content without like the you know what I mean? You know. So in my mind, I'm like, what she must be doing is leaving her apartment with her robe on and a, and a mug and then going down to like the apartment's entertainment kitchenette area and then recording her shit there. You know and what I mean? So it crazy. always looks clean. It's always on point. But like, That's yeah. I saw this thing that said, you'd be surprised how many influencers post and influence and it ain't even a fucking house. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That is not real. And I think for those of us that are real or seek realness or mm-hmm. deprive realness, we find a big contention. So like one of my things that we've talked about just on my personal list is like getting more involved and in trying to see like the positive of what social media could be. Mm-hmm. The big me this year that I've been praying about since losing my cousin is that God puts me in a position to touch the lives I'm meant to touch. And then I land at this teaching job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, okay, if I put that energy behind the content creation for our pod and making sure that like the three of us are touching the lives that we're supposed to touch, what would that look like? Mm-hmm. Um, get out there and you're like, oh, okay. So like half of y'all ain't really showing real shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Y'all are bullshitting and like, but people are eating it, you know? Mm-hmm. So Authenticity isn't, oh, the internet is not a breeding ground for authenticity, you know? I think that's why I appreciate this space so much because I don't be having the time to be here, right? But I think, oh, that sounds like I was, anyway, I don't be having the time to be here. But I think what I love about this space is the fact that this is an authentic space mm-hmm. because you got people, social media, you got people doing podcasts who are therapists and whatever, and like they're not having authentic conversations. They're not showing up as they authentic self. Right. And I think mm-hmm. that's what makes this different. And this is probably why it's going to take us a minute to really pop. If I'm keeping it 
a hundred grand. It's because it's not the psycho babble. It's not the shit. We're not gonna say shit to make you feel good. We're not gonna follow you. We're not gonna appease you. We're gonna have a real ass conversation based on what it is that we have experienced or we're currently experiencing. And so the authenticity and that transparency, I think, is something that's really missing from social media. And yeah. when we get back there, oh shit, you're gonna see a lot of different things about people that I think people would never even imagine. Yeah, the internet's not real, but we are. Right, oh, that part. Tagline. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I support it. I do too. It's the firm, yeah. Um, as far as lessons that I've learned this year that I'm gonna bring into next year, I think also just making sure that my self talk is constructive and helpful. Mm. Because there is a way that you can say things to yourself that can either propel you into like some positive vibes or get you down there feeling depressed and yep. just going down that um, whole thing. And so just making sure that how I speak to myself is in alignment with how I want to feel. Mm -hmm. If I want to feel good, why am I going to tell myself, bitch? get up, you fat as fuck, you need to work out. Like, how is that? Uh oh <laughs> I just, so the other day, yesterday, I was talking to my friend Eric, um, Eric, the baddest therapist. I'm saying Eric, therapist, boo. Yes, and we made plans for lunch, and he screenshotted and sent it to me. And he has a reminder every day that says, bitch, you're fat, do some sit-ups. And I was like, I would like to fight for your 6 o'clock uh, appointment. Like, I would like to fight you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he was like, what? I was like, friend, why do you have to say that like that? Like, you could say, move your body, get mm -hmm. fit, feel good, you know without berating yourself and he's like it's been like that for years i'm like friend for years you've been telling this to yourself no mm -hmm. and so it's just about making sure that even those small things you are taking that opportunity to really pour into yourself mm -hmm. in a positive way mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does anyone else have any other lessons from this year? I wrote, I wrote mine down. Um, so one thing that I resonate with is um, just because I am independent and maybe sometimes hyper-independent, it doesn't mean that I have to do things alone. And there are people that are willing to be supportive to show up in that way um even if my brain tells me that they're not right. now that ain't gonna be everybody because i'm very clear on that too um right. so i think this year has been about figuring out who that is who those people are and then being okay with asking or with letting folks know that's what i need in that moment so that's something that's been really big for me this year um, that I think needs to continue to go into 2023. And then 
I agree with the self-talk too. For the longest, I had a reminder that sounded very similar to Eric's reminder. And then I changed it, I think early this year to God show me just how good things can get. And I don't even read that. I still say, bitch, get your big ass up because we got work to do. Um, and so I think really paying attention to that even more because I noticed like this morning that wasn't my conversation. And I got up at 4.45. Yesterday morning, the conversation sounded like that. And I was in the bed until 9.30. And so I, it's just like what I tell my clients. Like, we got to look at life like you're the coach and you're the star player. And if right. the coach is berating you and giving you a hard time all the time, eventually you're going to stop showing up from practice. You're not going to perform to the best of your abilities. And eventually you're going to quit the team. And so much like yours, just making sure that the self-talk is where it needs to be. I'm not into the whole, like, it got to be super positive because, you know, it should happen. It needs to sound better than what the fuck it right. sounds. I tell my clients all the time, it doesn't have to be positive. It has to be helpful. Exactly. Or healthy. Right. Because ask yourself, like, bitch, get the fuck up. Get your fat ass up or whatever Eric said. And this ain't to him. Because mine was similar at one time. So I'm not pointing at him. Like, How about it? I had a I had an alarm that said that. Like, get yeah. your fat ass up, bitch. Get your fat ass up. Literally, me too. <laughs> bitch, now, is this helpful? Is it? Because the or first thing you read in the morning at 3, 4, 5 in the morning is the bitch, first of all. Me. And then mm-hmm. you so fat ass up. Bitch, who are you talking to? <laughs> Yourself. And that's crazy as fuck. That I wouldn't call crazy. nobody. I would, Jasmine, I would not call you at 445 in the morning. Like, bitch, get your fat ass up. Fat ass up. Oh, like, because those are fight words. That is rude as fuck. <laughs> it's disgusting as fuck, too. It so, is. like, if I'm not going to say that to one of y'all, why the fuck would I say that to myself? To myself. Because honestly, I need to be talking to myself better than I'm talking to anyone. Else. As quiet as it's kept. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm with y'all. For me, I what Jasmine read, I wrote down since my word is flourishing for the year. Mm-hmm. The quote that you you read had consistency is the key to flourishing. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing for me. Um yeah. It is just being consistent in it. And I like how America, you were like, God, show me how good things can get. Like for me, I feel like those are like the two things, right? If I can get out of my own way. um, And a lot of it is my avoidance is a trauma response. I'm so aware enough to know that, right? My weight gain is a trauma response. A lot of women that have gone through sexual assaults, even if you don't realize it, putting on weight, stop. Yeah, it's subconscious. It's your way of camouflaging yourself so that you are no longer sought out by predators. Right. It's also like how sometimes kids can like pee themselves or like shit on themselves so that that way no one will want to touch them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so for me, recognizing that in myself and for years, I've been like, I'm going to drop the weight. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And my mom has been gentle with me because she's always been like, when you're ready, you'll lose the weight. 
you're ready. And I'm like, no, 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 this is it. Like, I'm done. Okay. Well, when you're ready, you'll actually do it. And she's been very, um, I was telling her how, I was like, man, I think I'm going to like mess around and like cancel Pilates. I was like, cause it's, it's a luxury. And she immediately was like, no, it's not. You know what I mean? And I was like, no, fam, $100 a month, it's a luxury. <laughs> she was like, it's different. <laughs> but we were talking about that. And for me, it's the consistency of it. Like, that's the piece. It's me finally, and I hope listeners can get to this. When you finally make the decision to like, you know what? I'm just going to get out of my own way. I'm going to be consistent and just see what God is going to do um, and letting go of those inhibitions and fears. Cause for me, I'll start doing something and I'll see progress and I'll be like, Ooh, and then I'll just revert back to like what I know keeps me. Mm, you know, yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, it really, it's, it's really a detriment to me. And you hoes are lucky. In the words of Megan, the motherfucking stallion. Once I get my consistency in order, it's over for y'all. Oh, it's, it's, it's done. And that's really, honestly, why Beyonce is on everybody's next because that self discipline is next level. Drive the just relentless, like, I'm going to go after my dreams. It's on my heart. I'm going to do it. That is what drives all of us crazy about Beyonce. Mm. And that fuels me also because I'm like, after watching Homecoming and just seeing all the work that she put into Mm -hmm. herself, she wants to be for the performance. It was just like, this bitch can do anything. And this bitch also can do anything. (laughs) So allowing that to make me feel good about myself and empower me to go after what I want. Yeah. But also don't get caught up in the whole, there's the, you know, Beyonce has the same 24 hours in a day that you do. Don't get caught up in that because Beyonce also has different resources. She also has a trainer. She also has like... Yeah, so just up on that and because that, like that's how it's hard for me. Like, oh, we got the same twenty four hours. Let me do, 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 and then I just run myself ragged. Well, no, it's different. The resources, right? The resources are different. But the self discipline, that finding that that thing within yourself, making it non negotiable. Making it non negotiable is what it sounds yes. like she does. It's like I have to do this regardless. Yes. Same, um, another thing that I remind myself about, Kobe Bryant has a video clip where he talks about the contract between myself is already made. So if I've already said, I'm going to get up and do practice at 5 Mm -hmm. a.m. when 4.30 rolls around, I'm not negotiating that contract. And that's something that 2023, I'm going to stop doing. Cause I'm real quick to be like, hold up, let's go back well, to the but How about later on? Cause I, you don't got nothing else to do when you get off work. So you could just work out then. And it's like, you're not going to feel like it. So just right. get the fuck up. And that's why I have my pre-workout literally on the side of my bed. If y'all follow me on TikTok, only 178 of y'all do. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. 
cannot. Not only 170. Uh, but if y'all follow me, then you'll see. Like, I literally, the alarm goes off and I'm like. <laughs> because there's no time to fucking debate. Right. Bitch, right. you need to work out. Right. So. I take my pre-workout before I can even say like, oh, I'll just do it later. Mm. So you working out because you're not about to be comfortable. <laughs> this pre-workout about to have you crawling on the ceiling. So get the right. fuck out. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh-huh. So what are, do? is there anything that we've started this year that, we plan to continue doing in 2023. I plan on continuing with my pre-workout first. Mm-hmm. That seems to really be helping. You know, it. I don't have to wait a long amount of time for it to hit. It's like, mm-hmm. take off. <laughs> oh, I just got that. Damn, 2022. Shut up. Rest in peace. I said that three or four times, two or three times at this point. Shut up. Rest in peace. Where's for his family, too? What? Okay. Um, Taking it in 2023. Because, you know, whenever I think of New Year's Eve, I always think of Migos, and I think of um, the Culture album, I believe, mm-hmm. with Bad and Bougie, with Shirt. Yeah. Sure, with- Bad and Bougie? I think about that every other day. Do it sound like I'm left off Bad and Bougie? It didn't. Was randomly, like I'll be like, "Did y'all ever watch the video for Bad and Boozy?" Yes. Watch it again. We watched it again the other night, and I had a newfound fucking appreciation. And I'm watching it on right now. Clearly, my top shows that bitch. I'm a real Migos fan, so I'm not playing. But we watched the video, and I literally again was just like, "This was everything it was fucking supposed to be." If you were in a club or whatever at that time, you were living your best life. If you know you the fact that they had Apple running a commercial with a song about cooking crack in the kitchen. Right. Oh, fucking goodness, man. Okay. The shit that's new, like that I've been running back every day, is off of their joint album. You better listen to Hotel Lobby. Let me see. It is Bars into Captions. Okay, I fuck with that too. Okay. On fucking repeat. And when Takeoff mm-hmm. comes on it, it's just like the way he's like, just, yeah. That's unacceptable. Yeah. That's unacceptable. Lost. Like, yeah. Mm. Okay, what was the question? What were we taking in 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to continue my uh, dry scoop before anything else in the morning and That's staying right. on top of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also tracking because I know that tracking and I'm a very like data in that sense type of person. And so just making sure that I'm hitting my macros and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I continue. So I did that once upon a time and it was super beneficial, but I also have a very addictive personality. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, 
2022 because I was focused on ease and like just doing what feels good. There was a chunk of time where like my only focus was I'm going to do the workouts that feel good for me, but may not produce the results that I'm used to. So I'm going to walk this dog and we're going to walk for fucking ever because I have a Labradoodle that has all of the energy in the world. Um, right. and I'm going to, when I transition to going back to the gym, because we're in a pandemic, or at least I am, um, hmm. when I transitioned into going back to the gym, it was like, okay, I'm right now, I'm just going to focus on gaining back my muscle mass because while I think I'm around the same weight I was give or take at the start of the pandemic, my body looks very different than it did at the start of the pandemic. So knowing that that's much more about body recomposition. Um, so I think for me, what I'm taking into 2023 is that relates, because I know we mentioned body image and body is something that we all are dealing with. And so for me, it's just making sure that I am intentional with the movement of my body in 2023 with the grace and with the self-compassion that I've been able to build, but also not bullshitting myself because I think sometimes I bullshit a little bit. Oh, I'm being compassionate and okay, it doesn't matter. And it's like, well, bitch, it does matter because you're still uncomfortable. So figure it the fuck out. So making sure that I am being accountable without criticism Mm -hmm. um, as it relates to both the body stuff and the behavioral, just how I engage and interact with people in general, I think it's something that I really want to take into 2023. And then also people like me. The the fuck? Yes. Um, and that's something that I want to before you before you continue. Yeah. Just the other day, America was like, wait, are we friends in real life? And I was like, (laughs) she won't. She really tried it, y'all. No, I, you said you were planning. You were planning something, and I was like, "Is this real life or us I too?" And in my trip, she said, "Okay, so what do that mean? Do that mean that I'm invited?" Meanwhile, no. we were like, "Duh!" <laughs> like my bad. Now or later, you see my friend. Damn it, my bad. And it's not because I don't want to. Like, in my mind, I assume that people have things compartmentalized, right? So, like, your in-person friends are your friends. Your internet friends are well, that's false. Well, that's false. That's false. For me. Let me tell right. you about mm-hmm. me. Because mm-hmm. I have made some great friends on, in, on Instagram, on Twitter. Like, mm-hmm. I've met up with people. Like, I've had great experiences. Mm-hmm. I don't differentiate that. Right. It's like if I talk to you online, unless you're weird as fuck, like, and I'm just being nice, like, we're friends. Like, you mm-hmm. can pull up, like, I, I'm gonna come visit. Like, that's kind of where I, I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like in my grownness now it's more so because I used to do that right oh these are my friends from school from college Mm -hmm. or from there whereas now it's like you know what if it's a genuine relationship that makes me feel good we're just friends right Mm. what I really like is like people that are your friends but don't know each other and when they get together and then they vibe and they get along and it's just like oh that just makes me know that like my energy is right. It's right. And let me tell you, I'm the queen of that. Yeah. My parties, my trips, like people that I've never met come away being close friends. 
So mm-hmm. I don't play when it comes with my energy and those I allow in my energy. This is what happens when you get with two cancers, America. You don't I see. friends. I see. <laughs> I didn't, I, you know, and I love that. Um, but I was even telling, we were talking about planning for something. And I was like, I don't got nobody to invite to this thing. And he was like, what about a girl from podcast? And I was like, they're not, they don't like me. We just do a podcast together. And he was oh, like, how are you going to speak about how I feel? He was like, wait a minute. You've been, you've been like telling me to check shit. So like, how you know? And I was like, I don't know. Okay. Touche. Like maybe they do. And he was like, I wouldn't do no fucking podcast somebody I don't like. I definitely <laughs> will not. Like if we and the vibe was not right, bitch. You best believe an email will be sent out. <laughs> oh my gosh, like, like such a great experience. <laughs> I don't know. And he was like, Yeah, I think you probably like need to pay attention to that. And I was like, Okay, because I don't have anybody to invite. And he was like, You probably have more people to invite than you realize. You just are assuming that people wouldn't show up. But again, I think that's my response to once upon a time. So I was like, oh. Okay. So and we were having that conversation when you sent that about the trip. So I was like, oh, this is uh, so okay. I, I was like, this don't include this don't include me. So I'm gonna mind my business keep doing these notes. Well, why that's why I, I was like, that for why would I bring that up? Meanwhile, the word you use to describe it was interesting because that's what we were talking about. What was the word? And that, but the word that you used is what we were talking about. Now I need to go. You said I'm planning this X theme party, even though nobody is getting because that's the bachelorette. No, girl, starts with a B, ends with an et. I said bachelorette. Oh. I thought we were being covert. I'm trying to be covert. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> so we were talking about that, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't have like I don't." But it has nothing to do with anyone being engaged because no one is engaged. It's just the theme of the party, so that everyone will be more invested, you know, because it's everyone's passion. Someone might wait. I'm like, I'm like, wait, do you got something to say? Because let it be known, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) But no, what she's saying is she was, you know, they were having a conversation, like things were, you know, what if, what if, what if. We're talking about planning. And I literally was like, because I want it the way I want it. And I was like, well, shit, we might as well just fucking. Like we're, I'm looking at packages, and I was like, "Well, shit, I'm gonna buy the brain." Well, tell me what the package is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will tell you as soon as you press stop recording. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's gone far enough. <laughs> <laughs> and I already said too much, and I have to be putting it together. <laughs> Just 
Um, we are friends. Good <laughs> <laughs> know. There's that. I will say um, one of the things that I am grateful for um, that this year has brought me is your friendships. And we talked about this off camera before, um, but it really is just, uh, and it goes back to Megan, right? You pray that like, you know, God puts people in your life, you know, to fulfill you, for help you. And then you be like, oh man, when people start disappearing, you know, mm-hmm. feel some type of way. But for me, I genuinely feel like last year, you know, who I spent my time around, you drop two, you gain two stronger ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that I am, I'm thankful for. Me too. You are welcome. <laughs> and I think, like, I, I already said this kind of sort of once, but like, I think that's why this feels so important is because this is a space of what feels like this newness of friendship and it's also it ain't therapy but it's also a therapeutic space therapeutic. where I feel like you can yeah. talk about what you're experiencing it's like well bitch me too like when I tell you I was like what's something y'all struggling with so we can do this real and everybody said the same thing and I was like oh shit okay yeah, yeah. good okay we're here like we on the same page and yeah. so knowing that like you're not in this shit by yourself because sometimes mm-hmm. it feels like you are or it seems like the people mm-hmm. around you well it don't seem like that for me for some people it might seem like the people around you got it all together or it might seem like people think that you on That's a different true. level than they are and so they don't reach out to you right because you gotta figure it out you good you got all of the things that I want so like you fine it's like no you got all the things that I want. So you must be fine. So you yeah. must be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, you got all the things I want, so you should be fine. Mm-hmm. Or the fact that like you have people in your circle that are in the mental health profession, it does not mm-hmm. mean that we don't still struggle with our own mental right. health. Mm-hmm. Right. Because this is struggle friends you know mm-hmm. um yeah that was a big thing for me at the beginning of the year is being that person who gets called and then you're sitting on the mm-hmm. phone for a 30 plus event mm-hmm. and like oh girl I feel so much better thank you bye bye but mm-hmm. fuck how you feeling oh okay yeah mm-hmm. yeah Ooh, no more non-mutual friendships for me buddy reciprocity only in 2023 Ooh, and, and beyond <laughs> Here. Here. because it's a it's a firm no for me and it is yeah i feel like we doubled up on this episode i felt like we did we did and i'm not I'm not mad about it. Yeah. In Houston, we would call this double cup love. All right. Okay. Double cup love. <laughs> I'm getting a little love. Y'all stay tuned. See therapy Houston edition. It's going down. I was telling my husband already. I was like, in the summer, you know. What are we doing summer? Yeah. What is that? What is that? 
I know. I look forward to. That's all. That's why I was like, Well, we do because the ultimate bachelorette trip is going to be in the spring. Just know I'm cutting up regardless. Give me it's a gonna be like ass. It's gonna be okay. like shots. It's gonna be like you know, back in the day when Megan would post on her story, like it would be like that. Lord, hear my prayer. What does driving the boat look like? Three, I want that for Megan again. Cause she deserves all good things. Yeah. I don't give a fuck who she done fuck, what she done did, what she ain't did. She deserves right. all good things. We all do. And I really wish uh Megan, what was that, 2019? 2018, 2019. Yeah, I, I wish that on for, for all of us. Oh yeah. Just going ass, having a good time, being paid, not being stressed. And low-key, I what feel you do. Being in a position where, like, if you like a nigga's music and then a nigga in your face spitting game, why wouldn't you hit? So, like, the fact that you know what I mean? The fact that she's being slut shamed or like her business is being put out, I I just rubs me the wrong way. Disgusting as hell. Also, don't be letting these short niggas have any game. No, they don't have no game. And Tory Lanez ain't never had no game. And fuck Tory Lanez from the bottom of my heart. From the bottom of my fucking spirit, <laughs> I don't give a motherfuck if, like I said this other day, Megan could have fucked all of Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. I don't give a fuck. That nigga and everybody affiliated with it needs to go where they need to go and stay the fuck there. Because, baby, at this point, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. That's what what does that have to do? What does her with any fucking thing have to do with nothing? Why she got shot? Because y'all give Chris Brown all this sympathy, all the sympathy. Him, um, what's and his name? Like crazy, all the fucking sympathy, all the you are so talented. You put your butt in the motherfucking platform. I said it. You give Kanye, Kanye, we grieving for him and his mom. We do all of this shit, but it's fuck Megan. And at the end of the day, we know this is massage the world. We're not crazy, but yeah. we need the other people to know that. Yeah. And so in 2023, I just want better for all of us, including Megan. And just black women in general. Black yeah. women in general. But I particularly want Megan to get back to her ass shaking days. Yeah. And then we can also do the same thing. Yeah. We Amen. Can. Cause my nigga don't want to pick me afterwards. Ain't that what she said? Yeah. Yeah. Period. Period. I was like, oh, lit at brunch. Oh, that's me. Stop shit. Okay. Period. 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 So, do y'all do the vision boards? Yes. Have I had the same vision board since 2021, and I keep rolling it over? Yes. Don't do that. It's very intricate, and there's things on it that I haven't touched yet. Redo it. Just do a whole new one. You can't in the same energy, though. Yeah, just do a whole new do one. It. Even if you're putting on the same stuff, take it off of that one and do another one. Yeah. You were talking to a master manifester. Now, I think that got some dual signs and all of that. But like anytime I've written it down, it has happened. And so it, it's not good enough for me to be like, oh, I wrote that down last year, so I'm not going to touch it. Nope. We do okay. it again. 
every single year and it's even more specific. It's even more focused on the feeling. Do it again. Okay. Turn your on. But do yeah. it again. More specific. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because yes. you said earlier, you were like, what do, I wrote down a so my word for the year being flourish, but then America, you said something and it made me write down a note of like, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. It's one say my word is flourish, but what does flourishing look like and feel like for me? Yep. That makes sense. You know, it's always be the kicker. What does yeah. it feel like? Yeah. For me. Because it may not be the same as other people. Correct. Mm-hmm. But do it again. Okay. Do it again. Reciprocity. And if you did it on a vision board and that doesn't feel accurate, find you a Canva board and do it on a Canva or script. I I think people, I understand the vision part. I see it. But scripting is life changing. And if you can script it and write it exactly how it is, how you want it to be, but write it in present tense of what January looks and feels like, February, March, all the months of next year, what they look and feel like, you'd be amazed at what happens as a result. That shit is life-changing. Life-changing. I like that. I keep seeing these, um, what I feel like are the equivalent of like chain, remember like those Yahoo chain mail? (laughs) So like I keep seeing that if you see this post on this day, oh yeah, mm-hmm. you and I keep you know, and it's all like 2023 is gonna mm-hmm. open up your you know, like everything's gonna happen and all that stuff. And so while it feels like the equivalent of a chain mail, I'm gonna because I've seen a handful of them now. Yeah, there's some similarities there, absolutely. Yeah. But I think the importance there is being able to really zone in on what you want mm-hmm. and like really when you sit in it like sit with it how do I want to feel like a word is beautiful but like what does this word look like what does flourish feel like for me how yeah. will I know when I wake up in the morning that I'm flourishing Ooh, yeah yeah life changer I like that and then if you even can think of somebody who you know or you've seen and they are the definition to you of flourishing, picking up from that too. Like, what does they day-to-day look like? Hmm. How do you know? And then how can you take those pieces and implement it for yourself? Life changer. Does that have to be a real-life person or can it be a celebrity? <laughs> celebrity, they still breathing, so that's fine. That's real life. I want to be a Tracy Ellis Ross. When I grow up, no, you don't, because you want to be a with a partner, so you don't want to be a Tracy. Oh, well, I was about to add on with a husband and kids, but so pay that back. You don't want to be Tracy. And let me be clear: I think Tracy is the motherfucking creative friend. I really do. I think she is the end all be all. But you don't, because you just said you want a partner. Right. You don't have a partner. Maybe Issa. Mm. Yeah. Hmm, well, she got me thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Turn to us. Seek therapy. Two hours going strong. Hour <laughs> and 58 minutes and 49 seconds. <laughs> so, this was a great episode to wrap up the fucking year. The fucking year. Exactly. It's been a year. It has. And I'm so grateful that I tweeted and y'all responded to my tweet and 
I met with y'all and I was like, it's giving. That happened this year too. Yeah. That, yeah. Wow. Yo, you know what's funny? When I talked to you on Zoom or FaceTime or whatever we did, I was at Bay House and I remember you were like, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that stands out to me, but you're like, how old are you? And I was like, I'll be 34 in December. You're like, oh, okay. No, because I just want to, you know, like me. I thought I it was because like, of my background. Because my background is no. not millennial no because like me at 31 is very different than me at like 24 oh yeah who was closer in my age and Mm -hmm. like closer in where i am with Mm -hmm. my self-worth so that's what that is about but yes i'm so grateful that Twitter brought us here and we are really getting into the flow of things, doing what we got to do and really making an impact for our community. Um, If you all don't have anything else to say, I am going to close this out and remind you that you can drink the green juice. You can go for the hikes, do Pilates, but if you're ignoring the things going on in your head and in your heart, then you're still not truly healthy. So go ahead and seek therapy. We all need it. Period. Hopefully Beyonce yeah. now. <laughs> none of that oh. Energy. Oh. Energy. Yo, America. 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 Come out to America. <laughs> Who has no idea what's going on right now? This is the time. I've been doing this too. <laughs> it's all a sign. Hold up. Wait, I just got paid. Make your way. Energy. It's giving house music. Yes. Yes. Not house music. That's the problem. That's why I listen to Drake's album, the one before Certified, because it's I don't like house music. Well, you need to listen to the album, okay, and think about like your gaze and just like get into that. I love okay. it. I love them. And also, I don't like house music. But it's don't Drake. Drake went all the way into how this one is like it's you need to try it before you say no i'll try i'm gonna listen when i finish (laughs) this stuff i'm gonna listen but no i don't like house music that's okay i don't either but i like this but you like beyonce and i like this so you do too you went to all those beyonce concerts you pull up on it pull up on me pull up on me Happy New Year, y'all. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. May you have a very gentle holiday season and may you just really transition into whatever you are wanting to be. Shout out to all of our listeners. We will see y'all in the new year. We see you. We appreciate you. Yes. Thank you for listening because sometimes it's chaotic as fuck. So thank y'all for being here. (laughs) 
Bye. Bye. Bye.